We're four teaching friends from across the country who've discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Retta. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard sometimes? Surviving standardized testing and keeping your sanity. (laughs) (laughs) I said said sometimes. I didn't mean it. It's always hard. Always hard. (laughs) Oh, I, don't know. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, for some, for some teachers and students, the splendor of spring and the thought of summer vacation have now been obscured by the complex feelings that emerge during testing season. Complex feelings. I'm thinking Com- I've got two months left to teach and I can't teach. And I'm- so in addition to the stress you already had, here's a little more on your plate. Just what you need. Quadruple the tension. Your classroom schedule is thrown off. Your established routines are out of whack. You have no time. You can't teach what you want to teach. You and your students feel like strangers in a strange land. (laughs) Off balance and out of touch with reality. I can only laugh because I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it from afar. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let me put it let me put a nice little bow on this for you. I don't know where where Kathy is because Kathy's got a little bit of a different schedule than we do here in Michigan because she's in California. But Uh let me put a bow on it. So um yeah so fifth grade in Michigan tests M step at in April, right? We go to school till mid June, but we test in April. Why is it and so that's, early? That's their end of the year skills, right? Exactly. And so yes. we're talking reading, math, science, and social studies. And oh, the, your kids are tested on all of that. And language art, only in fifth grade. And language arts is two days, I believe. So we get the schedule finally. Well, some semblance of it. It's not a real schedule. It's the paper and pencil schedule that we've said, okay, well, even though we take it by computer, we'll do that. We'll follow it because we need to plan, right? Yeah. We're trying to get our right. planning done. Yeah. And you look at it and you, th- and, and every year I have this thought, look, look at that. That's only like one, two, three, five days out of the entire month. I don't know what I'm freaking out about, right? Yeah, well, but, if, but and then then year, here's the thing. They're so brain dead because it'll say, oh, suggest a time for this test. It'll take kids about an hour, right? Three freaking hours later, we're uh. done. Or the technology, one year, the state server was crashing. We call the state. Nope, it's the district. The district tells us it's the state. And I'm sitting there going, you know, why don't you all just figure it out? And let me know when you're ready for us. And the poor kids, meanwhile. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hours. It took the whole day to take one test. Oh, boy. And, and the kids so are having stressed. all kinds of ways of managing their stress. I had this one kid who could take one of those one-hour tests in 11 minutes flat. What? <laughs> 
He found hard. he found a way to just click through, pick an answer, click through, pick an oh. answer, and just keep on clicking. And then, well, the worst thing, go ahead. The worst mm-hmm. thing, I was going to say, the worst thing about it is it's on you if the kid doesn't do well. It's your fault. Doesn't oh matter God. that he yeah. did that. Oh, yeah, right. you're, you're standing there behind him in horror, and you mm-hmm. can't do anything about it. So, so well, uh, yeah, you can't say anything. No, we don't get our results. I don't know about you guys, but I got my results for last year. I got to see it on the computer just like a week ago. <laughs> so how does that inform your teaching training? It doesn't. I know. It's, it's just insane. It doesn't. Like at your end of the country. So we now have a wider window um, where we can test any time between April and May. Mm. So- now that we have Chromebook carts, mm-hmm. we choose to test at the end of May, like literally two weeks before school gets out. And yeah. that's helped a lot because we could actually cover more yes. material. Right. Yeah. So it's perfect. Well, yeah. And- but I always. I, and when do you get the results? The following school year when you don't have your kids anymore. Right. So but early, early enough to help you plan? Uh we got ours last fall, so we were in school for a while before we saw so them. So when you got your results, Kathy, were they by teacher or were they by grade level? By grade level. Yeah, so that's another thing. You can't even, like, ferret out your own instructional patterns because it's grade level. So right. it, it's just the most I saw, like, we got a link the other day. Um, I could pull up my report card, and it was going to give me a green, yellow, or red rating, and I was – First time I've ever seen that, and thank God it was all green. But at the t- you know, I'm like, okay, we're gonna push this wow. button, and then I'm gonna say a little prayer because I, it was, it's, ugh, it's just a hot mess. We used to, we used to um, give the tests like in November. You know, so what are you testing? You're testing the kids that came in from last year, so you're testing last year's teacher. Just so ridiculous, yeah. and that's after summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's like the weird expectations of, no, they can't have a book when they're done. No, they can't color when they're done. No, they can't do anything when they're done. They're just supposed to sit and stare at the four walls while other people try to finish their tests. Why can't they have something to do? They they can't. They can't because it could jeopardize the test. Oh, my goodness. It's and they can't go back into it once they've closed out the test. No, right, right. It's done. No. So they can't even like if they had a paper test, they could look over their answers yeah. again. Right. They can't no. even do that. No. Well, there's a way to flag it so they can go back on the computer, but once they submit, they cannot go back. What test? Right. What test yeah. do you right. take, Kathy? We do the S back, mm-hmm. which is I don't even know what it stands for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. But another podcast. We could make up the meanings of all the educational acronyms out there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I found a couple of acronyms to share with you all. Um, I don't know where I'm, I'm going to put that in. Um, where's the part? Okay. Do we have a part where we talk about psychologically preparing the kids? Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's coming up because yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to talk about the way we can, we, we prepare them academically or, yes. or you know, whatever. whatever psychologically. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, good segue. That's what I'm going to share a couple of acronyms with you. Okay. Yeah. And, they're sa- and they're safe for work. And so 
let's talk about this, ladies. We know that this is a stressful time. All of our listeners know this is a stressful time. Stress doesn't even be stress with a capital S. I don't know how else to say it. So let's talk about the ways. How do we how do we prepare our students academically for standardized testing? How do we prepare them emotionally and psychologically? And it sounds hysterical to say that, but you know, it kind of it's not. It's it is what it is. It's so real. So how yep. do we do that? Yeah. You know, in some schools, children are constantly drilled right? Test prep, which is more instructional mm-hmm. time lost, lost because you're, you're working with short-term memory here. I, I, get, I always get the picture of, of, of teachers sawing off the top of a student's skull and cramming the crap right into the brain, <laughs> smushing it down the way I smush my garbage down into my garbage can so I can, don't have to empty it sooner than I want to. I mean, yeah, so exactly. I mean, that's the, the image. And then there's other, other, schools where the emphasis is on more authentic instruction, right? Like if you're doing your job and you're doing your job well, and you're teaching kids how to think and how to do this, it's going to be okay. So regardless of the expectations in your school, those students do need to learn the skills that are being assessed. Um, and, And I don't think any of us here are saying that we shouldn't be held accountable as educators. Of course we should be, but you know, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like we wouldn't do this. People in prison don't have this kind of crap done to them. <laughs> Why would we do this to our kids, right? So right. we need to address issues that come up with testing. So let's talk about it. What are some of the ways that you prep your kids for standardized testings? What's worked well for you? What hasn't worked well for you? They need to understand how a test works. They need, to, they need to have a good grip on what the format is. And teachers will do that in different ways, maybe by structuring some of their own tests and quizzes in, mm-hmm. in the same way mm-hmm. as the standardized one. Um, but there are some things since they started putting it on computer that are particularly tricky, I think. For example, um, when you had the booklets, there was a passage to read, right? Right. And, and they said, read the passage, but it was just like, there it is. It's on the page. So you read it, and then you answer the questions. There, You know, there was a format to that. Right. Now on the test, the test, um, kids have to know what they mean by passage, and they have to know that if the text for a passage shows up in mm-hmm. a text box, they need yes, to scroll. Right. They, it's yes. not all immediately visible. That was the one thing that's that stood out the most to me, I think, the first time I hit the Well, and they have the, to know um, how to computer. kind of toggle back and forth between the text and then their text box that they're writing their mm-hmm. answer in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's another, it's just a completely uh, different way to see the test. And if you're not... Um, if you're not giving your kids access to things like this beforehand, the computer is the part that's going to throw them. Not so much. Can they read and give evidence? Right. Yeah. Right. And they don't have to read it all in one big chunk. They can, you know, that's why close reading practice is is a really good good idea. idea. Yes. To be able to go back. You know, the other thing I find that's really important is 
Um, and I do this a lot. In fact, I have a, a whole product around it and I've written tons of blog posts around tier two vocabulary, which is vocabulary mm, that yes. isn't necessarily, it's testing vocabulary. It's academic words that you're not going to find just in a math class or, you know, there, it's not like, oh, let's learn our geometry words. It's not that kind of vocabulary. It's academic. It's, it's, it's words like right. variable and passage and, um, you know, um, and they're the words you just can't assume right. your students they're know. At, they're academic right. words. And so I've been working on those like all year long. We do stuff with those and think about what subjects would we see these in and where would we use them and how would we use them? And um, Do you keep them on a word wall? I do. Tracy? I have these closet doors in my classroom and, you know, um, I've got black and white patterned wrapping paper <laughs> on each door as the background and I have... <laughs> my alphabet um, circles up that I created and then they, uh, that's where I put the cards alphabetically and they're always up and the kids have a vocabulary um, notebook that they use all year long and it's all visible thinking based. So that, um, right. And we, and when, and when the test starts, you have to that cover word wall. Oh, I'm sure I will. I'm not. Yeah, I'm sure yes. I will. Absolutely. Yeah. But it'll be something where I, you know, I, there's no definitions. It's and there's no pictures. It's just a word on a card. That's all it is. So I, I don't even know if I would have to actually because it's just a word on a card. I don't know. They make us cover mm -hmm. everything. I know. You know the other thing I I did um, last year, and I know you do this a lot in your classroom. Kathy, um, and I know Retta did too, um, is that um, yoga. I used uh, Retta's yoga cards last year. Oh, I love Retta's yoga cards. Yes. Because we can, we can take a break. And, you know. Yes. And so we took yeah. a break. Yeah. And we stretched and we did, did a breathing exercise and, and moved into the next part of the test when, when our break was done. And it helps. That really helps. They right. really need You know that. what else helps? Yeah. Peppermints. <laughs> and and for some strange reason, the red yeah. ones, not the green ones. Oh, that's interesting. And so, I, Very. Yeah. so I always made sure that I had peppermints for before every test. And if they took more than one test in a day, they'd get another peppermint. But there would never be peppermints at any other time except mm -hmm. the test. Does it stimulate well, the brain or something? I yes. Look that it, up. It's seriously the next time to sitting the in a meeting that's wow. unbearable. It, but the thing is, you want them, you want them to look forward to the test in, in some small way. So give them so, the candy. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get what they think is candy, but it's actually. So, well, somewhat good for their brain, and and it's supposed to improve performance. Well, we let our kids chew gum mm. during the test. See, mm -hmm. same thing. There's like there's some studies that yep. chewing gum at least for the first ten or fifteen minutes helps. They said it doesn't really help that much after that, but it kind of I don't know what it does. But there's there are studies mm -hmm. on that. I'll have to look up and post that. It might be the peppermint. Maybe a lot of the so. Gum. The next yeah. time you're in a, yeah. a long meeting. 
or you're, you need to stay awake and you feel like you're going to doze off. I mean, let's face it, we all have those times. Take a little bit of peppermint oil and rub it in your temples right. and your hairline. And I'll tell you what, you'll, you'll pep up. It works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, peppermint yeah. works well. Mm-hmm. I love peppermint. I have so done that. We know that that um, giving uh, sample tests and, and experiences like what the kids are going to f- uh, face when they actually take the tests are important. We know that. Um, time limits. Don't forget about yeah. Make them do some things with time limits because that's oh, we don't a have real time. Our tests are timed. Of the test. Our tests aren't timed either. Yeah. Even with, the, oh, that's right. If they don't finish, they yep. can go to the finishing room. Yep. <laughs> I yep. forgot about but that. But you're right. That is something that's <laughs> just newer over the last few years. Because I remember years ago, we did have yes. we did have times on them, but we don't anymore. Oh, I'm surprised. Okay, well, that's yeah. an improvement. Good. Yeah, when I was teaching, we always, they were mm-hmm. all timed. Right. Mm-hmm. Except for special, except for special ed kids, they mm-hmm. weren't timed. Right. Wow. Times have changed. Luckily. <laughs> yeah, well, at least it's going in the right yes. direction. Yeah. And it appears that California is ahead of Michigan in that in that direction. Yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that, but. For now, I think you can relax, Kathy. I don't think, I don't think we're getting Well, up to I you. think, too, one of the things that I do, I communicate with parents and, you know, I'm in a Title I building, and sometimes kids come to school without breakfast. Um, and so we have a breakfast program, but I also kind of have some things on hand so that if a kid tells me I didn't get breakfast this morning and they didn't order breakfast, I've got something for them to eat because nothing distracts like an empty stomach. Nothing. Right. Nothing distracts right. like an empty stomach. So, ladies, how can we prepare our students psychologically for standardized tests? How do we boost them up? How do we keep them going? Well, I think it's really important to have a heart-to-heart with the kids before they have tests and let them ask questions. You can do this as a group meeting and listen to the ideas that they have and let them know the test results are only used to guide their instruction and it lets the teacher know what areas they need help with. And, you know, so I think that can help get rid of some of the fear that they have about being graded and they won't get all you know, crazy and stressed out over. Right. I think the parents do that mm -hmm. to them too, right? They keep talking about the big test, the big test. And yes, they do. (laughs) And you know, you, you're more afraid of things Mm -hmm. that you don't really understand. That's true. You really know what it's all about. It it can reduce. It's a hard balance to strike because Mm -hmm. you don't want them taking the test in 11 minutes flat. (laughs) Time. You also, right. I mean, I've seen this a lot in recent years, kids who will take an hour test and they will take four hours to take it. And I'm talking labor. And oh. these are kids that when you see their scores, they score really, really well. But oh my goodness. What they must yeah. be doing to themselves Absolutely. inside. Yeah, yeah. While they're doing it, well, I've got I've got some uh, anxiety reducing things that I actually did. Yeah, um, you know so the Miss Malarkey. Yes, books? I love that one. The testing one, testing Miss well, Malarkey. 
Oh my gosh, my kids mm-hmm. love that testing, yes. Miss Malarkey. Uh, by the way, for March, there's one called Miss Malarkey Ooh, Leaves No Reader Behind. Oh, <laughs> you know. that's, yeah, that's a good one. Um, so, you know, she mm-hmm. talked about the test, and the kids were all afraid of the test. And then they found out it really wasn't anything terrible. It just kind of shows them other kids in other rooms and other schools are going through what you're going through, mm-hmm. and they're okay. And you're going to be okay. I know Dr. Seuss has been a hot button issue lately, but there is a wonderful book by him called Diff and Do for Day. And I have used that book for years. And we have a Diff and Do for Day, um, you know, the day that testing is done. We have a Diff and Do for Day and we celebrate it. Um, it's It's a fabulous book and it's hysterical. I don't know that one. It is. Diff and Doofer. Hooray it's Diff called Doofer Hooray Day. for yes. Diff and Doofer Day. It, it's amazing. They just proved to themselves and the that they're says, just the we best We taught you how to think. We taught you that the world is round. We taught you, I can't remember what the rest of the rhyme is, but most of all, we taught you how to think. And yet you'll be okay. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> and, it, and it teaches them to rely on themselves um, there's another one that I found called the Anti-Test <laughs> Anxiety Society. <laughs> and and the kids in this book at the beginning think that the, the acronym, these are the two acronyms, here it comes, um, that the acronym te- for test stands for mm. terrible every single time. <laughs> and the teacher in the book gets them to think that the acronym is think Aww. each situation I like that. Ah, that's good. <laughs> and also to use your get to brain rather than your have to brain. Not we have to take a test. We <laughs> get to take a test and challenge ourselves. Yay. <laughs> and have right. and have, <laughs> and have a peppermint. I'm not sensing you. It reminded me a little please. bit of the dimples and doors again. <laughs> <laughs> we get to take a test. I love it. Okay, that's it. So, do any of you guys I think, do I think so. um, like little treats during testing? Yes. Yeah, we are. I, I never did just, just the peppermints because you know there's. Oh, oh, you're not allowed to. Okay, and maybe <laughs> some Dairy Queen blizzards. Or <laughs> yeah. and, and and a little oh. pizza. <laughs> And balloons and After confetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not and some glitter. Not very much. Well, there's so many just cutesy little um like tags out there, you know, oh, like you are time. officially yes. done with testing. And so I I yes. ask parents if they want to sign up for a day and then I I send them the file that has the you know, whatever little cute tag it is, and then they're responsible for bringing in treats. And so they keep it wrapped in a brown bag so that their own child mm-hmm. doesn't know what it is. And it just is just one thing that the kids know. Oh, at the end of oh, the test, is it each day there's a little treat for us. Is it food? Sometimes it's fries. Sometimes like it's goldfish. Okay. Sometimes, I mean, you know, it's nothing right, that's too okay. bad for them. <laughs> oh my gosh, here's yeah. a great idea for, <clears throat> excuse me, okay, a great idea for March. I just saw it today. Wilton, um, the yes. baking products, they make a gold metallic mist. Oh, I just saw that edible. too. Someone spray yeah. painted yes. Oreos. Spray it on Oreos. <laughs> yes. 
Isn't that perfect? Like the leprechauns left this for you after yeah, your test. Yeah, that's fun. So that or I could do. Like I that. could do that after the test. We just can't do it during. Oh, that's awesome. How fun is that? Right. Right. They looked yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I think there was too, a great like, I, I agree. I think celebrating it and celebrating it at the end of each testing session too, um, when you've got, you know, six or seven days of testing to be able to celebrate it and, because it is, it's, it's something that they've worked hard to do. It's, it's not easy. It's stressful for them. And so to, to be able right. to say, good job, you know, good job. You did it. Right. Mm-hmm. In That's our right. morning meetings during testing, like before we have our test, I always try to take the emphasis off of them too, and kind of put it on myself. Yeah. Like, you know, this test is to help me see what I need to teach better or what I'm doing well. And, um, you know, and I, and as I tell parents, the test really tells you how your child did mm-hmm. on that one day. It It's not a, you know, the overall of how your child is doing and, you know, just so that they stop focusing on the day right. of testing. Just a picture right. of one day. So yeah, we know we have to relieve student stress. Let's talk about our own stress. Lots, lots <laughs> of our own stress. <laughs> <laughs> You need to control what you can control. I mean, you can't control the testing or how long it is or, you know, how many days it is. But I try not to talk about it so Mm -hmm. much with the kids and in my own head, too. It's just like, well, I've taught what I'm going to teach and there's really not much more I can do. And I think I've done the best for my kids. It's almost like giving myself Mm self-talk, positive (laughs) self-talk. And definitely and, and having taught like some mindfulness and yoga strategies before, like throughout the year, um, I, there's not as much anxiety as there can be. I've got, I've heard, listened to colleagues before. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's Gracie shaking her collar. Uh, I've listened to colleagues yeah. before who, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll talk about, you know, cause you monitor, you know, you walk up and down, look, people are taking it. Well, the kids are taking the test and they'll kind of eyeball, you know, and they're like, Oh, did you see that question? Or I saw this or that, you know, and I can't even bring myself to do that. I walk up and down. And I don't either. I don't either. It's too no, stressful. I can't handle that. Yourself. And yeah. I don't want to handle that. Yeah. So I, I, I circulate the room, but I don't eyeball. I don't glance at the screen even. I don't want to know because. Um, you know, you know what, though? Um, I have a little story about that. Um, I did look at, at Hello? The screens and at, yeah. um, samples. Hello. I think Are I missed there? all yeah. of that. Did yeah. you guys hear? Oh. I didn't hear anything. Oh, Okay. I, okay, um, I did look at the screen and at some of the writing pieces that kids were doing, and I saw a piece where um, mm. a kid was showing extreme depression, enough so that it frightened me. Yeah, right Deanna, right there. Um, and oh, I, yeah, okay. we're we're here, and and I went um, after the test was over and got the psychologist to. So how much? How much uh, emphasis yeah, does your school place on testing? Yeah, a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Me too. It's um, it's it's serious. Yeah, and now I think in Michigan that we're up to like a big part of our um 
you know, of our evaluation is represented by that test. Oh, really? I want to say it's I should know, but wow. I don't. I know that's pathetic, oh, that's so but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like in that blissful state of, wow. if I don't think about it, it's not real. <laughs> right. Ignore, ignorance is worse. I love it. Job, yeah. The best way I know how to do it, and I'm not going to worry about head. it. Because I can't. <laughs> right. That's, well, that you know is what? Exactly that's what I part think of what too. I started. To... Be kind to yourself. Yeah, what I started to say before. Exactly. And don't engage in negative talk with other teachers who are really upset about it. Because all of that negativity will just transfer to you. You need to just. Yes. Right. Like, what are our last tips, yourself, ladies? Right. Deanne, what is your number one tip for helping everyone survive standardized testing? Uh, I think we lost Deanne. Just Deanne try to relax and realize. Go ahead, Deanne. Are, are you, you can't hear me? Okay. Um, yeah, basically to um, know that there's only so much I can do. It's out of my hands uh, and yeah. just hope for the best. Jesse, what about yours? You know? <laughs> I think my number one tip is to relax. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, if we've taught all that we're supposed to teach during the year, then I think mm-hmm. our kids have it covered and I don't stress I about think, it. I think, Retta, what's yours? Mm-hmm. I think um, just lowering that level of concern a few days before the test, close my door, read Miss Malarkey, laugh at the test, you know, and then we walk around saying the test for a few days before it happens. I like to um, vary my instruction more when I'm, um, when we're in testing that month, I tend to um, do things that are much, much more interactive to get them up and to get them moving and, um, because they've been sitting for so long. And so, you know, I pull out the big guns during testing season in terms of uh, my instructional practices because I want them to, you know, to, to decompress a little bit and still be able to learn. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, do some fun things, you know. Well, this is so. all we have time for today. If you're listening to this, we hope you stop back again. Um be sure to check out our blog notes. Um, our blog posts are in the, the show notes, and we look forward to hearing from you. Shoot us a comment. Share our post if you found it useful. Until next time, keep it real. Bye.